We made a little boo-boo setting up. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Sorry about that. I had to redirect the microphone. I had pointed the wrong way, and sound wouldn't have been very good. But and as we know, we don't hide from our mistakes. Here we deal with them. And speaking of mistakes, we're going to sit here today and talk about AB5 for a few minutes. But before we do that, please, if you can help out, please go to justforassembly.com. Click on the donate or the join us button and give us whatever help you can. Um, a $5 donation helps reach about a thousand people. And so it, right now that's mostly what we're doing is social media outreach. But if you have more that you can help us with, we could use yard signs and that kind of thing. So, but as we get past the ugly politics, we'll start with our uh, discussion. Um, a recent court decision has left Lyft and Uber with the decision to stop operations in California. This was not unforeseen. Some of us had predicted these kind of dire consequences when AB5 was still under discussion. And the problem is that it's not just Uber and Lyft. If all this affected was Uber and Lyft, it would be bad enough. But there is over 200 industries. I think the count I read today was 260. And that's an unofficial count. It might be even higher of various industries that are negatively impacted by AB5. And part of the problem we had here is that employee unions were speaking for people who aren't their members. You don't get to speak for people who do not, who are not part of your organization. You don't get to claim you speak for workers who haven't asked you to speak for them. You don't get to make that assertion. And especially not today when communication and everybody's ability to express themselves is so easy. See, our politicians didn't even do the most basic bit of research in finding out how drivers might feel about AB5. They didn't go to AB5, they didn't go to, excuse me, they didn't go to Uber and Lyft driving groups on Facebook and just read and follow along the conversations. They didn't do it. You can tell they didn't do it. They didn't have any desire for that kind of due diligence or outreach. What is clear now is that they have a predisposed view of what employment should be and anything outside of that they view as morally wrong. And the consequences of that, the fact that lives have been destroyed, completely upturned. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for AB5. I'd still be out enjoying my life. I had to accept a strange truth when I decided to run for office. I, all I really wanted was my life back. But yet the decision to run for office meant I had to give up that. Whether I win or not, my life is never going to be the same. Whether AB5 gets repealed and, and done properly or not, my life is never going to be the same. I've gone down a vastly different path. I was left no choice. And literally millions of other Californians are being left with no choice 
We used to have choices on how we worked. We're not incompetent. Those of us who are impacted negatively by AB5, we're not incompetent. We can get a real job if we wanted one. We work as independent contractors because that's what we want to do. What pe some people call protections, we call chains. We don't want 50 different W-2s. Give us our money, we'll pay our taxes. And all these other benefits, they're not benefits we want. They're benefits somebody else wants us to want. That's not the same thing. If those kind of benefits were important to us, we would have gone into industries or gone into careers or jobs that provided that. Most of us valued the flexibility. Most of us valued the fact that if I wanted to take a day off, I didn't have to ask anybody. I just had to make sure my bank balance said it was okay. I was the only person who I had to check with. There are problems with the systems, with Uber and Lyft. And if the legislature had bothered to look for it, we would have told them. There's problems with the car rental program. There's problems with the lack of transparency in the algorithms. There's problems in us knowing how much of a payout is reasonable considering the economics. You know, Lyft and Uber being out of business doesn't help us, right? But at the same time, we want our fair share. We're doing work and you deserve to be paid. And so some transparency could have solved that but they didn't mandate transparency. They mandated employment that we don't want. And sadly, it extends far beyond that to industries that cater to those that are difficult to deal with. You're talking about you know, sign language interpreters, you're talking about home care workers, you're talking about special needs caretakers, right? You have to have three or four different clients and they like that. If they wanted to get a job at a nursing home, they could, but they don't want that. And they're willing to accept the differences. And it also the most tragic case that I've heard about AB5 was this woman who I used to work with, I guess you can call it, who we both had the same gig. On occasion, we collected scooters at night. And the reason she collected scooters at night is because she had an autistic son. And she never knew how bad of a day he was going to have. And so the fact is, she could work at night on days she could and couldn't work without any worry about repercussions. If she couldn't work one day, she just didn't work that day. She could work the next night. She could have her sister watch her son while she went out for a couple hours and came back and then stayed home for a couple more hours, right? You didn't have to spend all day at work. You could come in and out. You could choose your shifts on the fly. If you had to get home, you could sign off. You could literally, on the scooter thing, you could literally drop your scooters off anywhere, sign off. You wouldn't get paid for it, but you could get home. 
without any consequences. You can't get that in employment. You would think someone who has special needs child wants to have to go to the HR department all the time, say, I need special time off. No one wants to do that. You shouldn't have to when they have other options. But the actual worst part of AB5 was its corrupt way it came about. And I have no other words I can use. It was a solution looking for a problem that has hurt literally millions of Californians. And we have people who pushed for it, asserting that they haven't. Which is bad enough, but at the same time, they use dehumanizing language and the toxic nature of politics seeps beyond just us, where politicians throw insults and, and criticize each other. We're all ready for that. But the average citizens don't deserve that. You have upended someone's life, even at best. As a politician, if you upend someone's life, they're going to come to you and they're going to come to you in an emotional state. And it's up to you to be the better person, to say, I understand that what we've done has caused pain, has hurt you. And, you know, we're sorry. And we could accept that if we had been part of the process in the first place. But because we weren't part of the process, because this thing was shoved down our throats against our will, and without us being part of the process, without even an attempt for the average person affected to be part of the process, we're not going to swallow it. The idea that a handful of politicians know what's right for millions of Californians is ludicrous. And in this time where the economic future is so uncertain, workers' freedom, the freedom to bounce between gig to gig to gig without a bunch of burdensome regulations, without having to get a lawyer to see which way you have to get classified, is even more important. We forget that part of the problem is the complexity. Nobody knows. Even the, I was reading a review of the cleanup bill. The cleanup bill is actually written no clearer than AB5. It's just another mess. We can't tell if sign language interpreters get the same. No, it's actually not sign language interpreters. It was musicians. I'm sorry, there's so many. There's another issue with sign language interpreters. But musicians, it's all bizarre. If you work at a bar one night, but an orchestra night the next night, they're treated completely differently, despite them both being one gig things. It's The whole thing is convoluted. Politicians shouldn't be having this role. 
there are industries who have abused their workers. No one's going to deny that. But you can deal with those on a singular basis. There's no reason to destroy the livelihoods of millions of people to solve a problem that affects a thousand. And so how do we fix it? Well, unfortunately, to start, we have to vote yes on Prop 22. I believe it's 22, the Uber and Lyft thing. I don't particularly like it. There's language in there I don't like, but messages have to be sent. And you're going to have to vote for people like me, people who are outside the political establishment, people who are willing to go in there and tell people that, no, you have to do this transparently, if nothing else. If nothing else, we need people in there who will make them do these things the right way. And then at least these disasters won't be such a disaster. We can at least mitigate some of it. We need your help. And we're going to need your help for a long time because it goes beyond this election. It gets to a mindset that the government doesn't know all. The people do. Thank you for your time. Love everybody. Good night.